This is Alive and Thriving. I am Jessica Reed, and today I have another amazing episode for you. And before I dive into this episode, I want to share something really exciting with you all. And that is that I have opened enrollments for my Embodied Entrepreneur Program. If you are somebody who wants to cultivate courage and activate your internal power to become highly magnetic, highly abundant, as you lead your impact-driven business forward as an energetically aligned entrepreneur, without, by the way, sacrificing your health and your relationships, then this is the program for you. This is not just another mindset program. This is a full embodiment of your version of success and an embodiment of the person who you need to be to take yourself to that version of success. Because the person who you needed to be to thrive in traditional employment or as a hobbyist business owner, which is what we're talking about today, by the way, unbecoming, unbecoming that person who thrived in traditional employment because the beliefs and the way that you operate needs to be different. And this, again, is coming from internal work. This is coming from you giving yourself permission to explore the beliefs and the conditioning and the way that you've been operating that that served you then but does not serve you now and is likely holding you back in either getting your business started or in getting it out there or in getting past certain uh, financial milestones, there will be things that you have adapted over the years in traditional employment that are just not serving you now. So that is the topic of today's podcast. But it is also something that we completely dive into an embodied entrepreneur. So if you are someone who feels like the self-doubt and the fear keeps creeping in and maybe the external voices are loud and the internal voice too, you know, that who am I to be doing this? Can I really actually ever leave my corporate job? Maybe this is just how it is. Am I ever going to make money from this? Or maybe it's the voices and we had a whole episode on resilience where I was talking about the voices, the external voices, the ones who don't understand what you're doing, who think business is risky, who see you show up online. And I actually had this happen to me the other day. I won't name names, but I was sharing some things online, like just in my stories. I very much value my well-being. I know that everybody who follows me values holistic well-being. And as that role model line and that embodiment of that, I feel comfortable with sharing little snippets of exercise, not big workout videos. If you follow me, you'll know I don't do that just sharing on stories like I was in my garage gym with my girls and we were all exercising and having fun together and someone who I care about deeply said to me in this really like nasty tone what are you showing your workouts on Facebook now and I had to let it go I had to be so okay with what I'm doing but can you see how because they don't get it they don't get it they don't get what a holistic content plan is like they don't get how people 
form relationships in this online world or in this business that I'm in. Like people don't just want to know what my business does. They want to know who I am. And that person doesn't get that. But the thing is, if these voices are keeping you from going all in, in your dream business, or as I said before, you are reaching these blocks where you just can't break through certain internal barriers, all of these things and so so much more can stop you from showing up as your true energetically aligned authentic self. And this is going to leave you feeling frustrated. It is going to leave you feeling overwhelmed. It is going to leave you feeling like you're on this never-ending treadmill of procrastination and self-doubt and internal conflict. The thing is, I truly believe that this can be different for you and that you can change your narrative and that you can transform into the embodied entrepreneur identity that you are aspiring towards. But this work really does start within. And that is what we are doing in The Embodied Entrepreneur. You get to create a new standard of success for yourself. You also get to create a new way of thinking and feeling and being. And you get to connect in with and show up as the version of you who already has that. This program is so unique. It is alternative therapies combined with coaching for really foundational and transformative change. We are diving into your subconscious. We are looking at the things that are not serving you now in your current way of being. This is not your average mindset program. It is a combination of personal, oh my goodness, personal and professional development with an integration of mind and body and energetics because we know that this holistic approach gives us deep and lasting change. So enrollments for Embodied Entrepreneur are actually open now. I opened them yesterday. So exciting. They're open now and they close on the 27th of February because we start a welcome week on the 28th, which means that this transformation is only a couple of days away for you if you are joining us. If you have any questions, please reach out to me and let me know. Otherwise, come and check out Embodied Entrepreneur, especially if you know that you are ready for that internal upgrade, that programming that is going to match what you want to be bringing in, and you're ready to stop looking externally for the solutions because you know that you've done that external work, you've got the strategy, you've got the resources there, you've already learned enough, you've got the skills, you've got the qualifications. But what you need now is the internal world to make that happen for you. You're listening to Alive and Thriving with Jessica Reed, the podcast that's all about empowering you to achieve optimal wellness and success through self-care, holistic practices, and raw conversations. Jessica and her expert guests are here to share powerful insights and strategies to help you overcome stress and anxiety, take charge of your life, and thrive in life and in business. Grab a cuppa and let's dive in. So in this episode, we are going to have a bit of a chat. You might hear Amelia come in. She is home with me today. We're going to have a bit of a chat about different beliefs and conditioning that we adapt, adopt, that we 
become accustomed to in traditional employment that sticks with us as we move into our own business. And the thing is with a lot of these beliefs, and it's just because this is just the way it's always been for us, okay? But so many of these beliefs and these ways of doing and these ways of thinking and these ways of running a business, they're not going to serve you if you are wanting to create a business that is spacious, that values your well-being, that doesn't push you to a space of burnout, a lot of these beliefs aren't going to serve you to get there. And this, for me, I still pick myself up from time to time being like, oh, why, who put that, where did I get that rule from? Or who said I had to do something that way? I'm like, oh, that's, well, that's how I just thought it should be done. But who said it should be that way? I've gotten really comfortable with questioning the normal way of doing things because the normal way is not serving me so that I can work and produce in a way that works with my energy, that works with my strengths, that works with my cycle, that works with my kids, (laughs) like all those things. And so as I have been going through this journey, there have been all these drop-in moments. One really big one that I actually recorded a podcast episode on a few, oh gosh, would have been nearly 12 months ago now, where I was unwell and my business wasn't, oh, maybe more than 12 months, wasn't overly busy and I was unwell. And in my head, it was like, you should be working right now. This is a work day. Like I felt guilty for calling in sick to my own business of which the to-do list and the tasks that had to be achieved were only set by me and and expectations that weren't even, there weren't deadlines to it. It was just my brain living in this autopilot state, this really masculine energy that was like, I've got to do because this is how we are productive, right? We're productive by doing. And I recorded this episode as I was, I actually recorded it sick, but not because I was forcing myself to do it because I had this like creative response to record it. I recorded this episode where I was like, you know what? I tried to force myself to work today when I was really unwell And for what? And that came back to pre-COVID when I was working in government job and the role that I had, you've heard me talk about that it was a bit big, it was a big role, long, long hours and that I wasn't paid for, long hours. (laughs) But if someone called in sick, like, you would feel so guilty. If I called in sick, it was like, I don't know, everyone's relying on you and other people have to pick up your work and all of a sudden like it's a it's an inconvenience for you to be away and you feel guilty being away and then you got to go get a doctor's certificate just to prove that you are actually unwell and you're not just at home having a Netflix day. And so so this like conditioning and I remember there'd be people coming to my office when I was in the HR position and they'd come in and they'd be like, uh, uh, I can't be like, I'm really sick, but I have to turn up today. My class needs me. No, they don't. 
They don't go home. But we have this condition and I'd be the same. I'd be in my office and you could hear me coughing again pre-COVID when no one gave you the evil eye for coughing in public. But you, you would hear people coughing from a mile away. I'd be in my office and I'd be like coughing and people would come in and chat to me and they'd be like, do you need to go home? And I'd be like, no, I'm sticking it out. I'm pushing through. For what? Like why did we get this idea that we had to work ourselves literally into the ground in order to be successful? That is something that if you want to build a spacious business, like you need to let that go right now because your energy, your cycle, your just being human needs you to be able to create space in your world. Now, I don't know your human design as you're listening, but I know from me, I need that time in life doing nothing. I talked about on another episode how to be more productive in your day and how slowing down is actually key to speeding up. If you come into your job and you're like, okay, I've got from nine to five and I've got X, Y, Z to get done and there's all these things and I'm supposed to be productive between these hours of the day, yet you are menstruating and you are supposed to really be hibernating right now and you've got really low energy or you've got something going on in your personal world, which has actually meant that you are coming into your job in a state of fight or flight and you are not focused, you are not regulated, yet you come in and you sit down and you force yourself to be productive. And what happens is you sit there and you sit there and you try and be productive and you probably scroll a bit of social media. Then you come back to your computer, you scroll some more emails and you keep trying to be productive. And all of a sudden it's after one o'clock and you go, I'm going to have my lunch break now. And you've really got nothing done. None of that list. And that list still looks and feels overwhelming. That is because you didn't slow down first because you didn't regulate yourself first. And you get to do that. You get to do that when you turn up to work, but you also get to do that in your business. You get to do that. You actually get to make different choices and do things differently and honor the days where you do need to slow down and honor the days where the creativity is not there. I used to force myself to be creative, like, force it unless there's like a real deadline, which sometimes, you know, with launches and things there are, but I would absolutely force myself to be creative and push myself. And I'd sit there and I'd stare at the computer and I would sit at my desk until like willing something to drop in until I realized that only happens for me when I'm literally like out doing life. But my conditioning was that this was the time that I'm working, therefore I need to sit down and I need to get this done during this time. So having that kind of mentality, this you have to reach a certain level of productivity to be successful or to have done a good job or to be valued or to be, would you rather someone pumping out all of this work that was wrong that needed to be redone because they were just so focused on getting this deadline done or someone actually delivering half the work 
but in this amazing high level creative way. I know what I would rather. And when you're in your business and I don't know your business, then maybe you've got deadlines to meet for clients, particularly if you're servicing, I don't know, if you're in, I don't know, bookkeeping or you're doing HR or you're doing something in your own business, I know there will be deadlines and things. But there's also no hard and fast rule as to how you work with people and when you work with people. And this is another thing that I really truly believe breaking away from is going to help because if you have this rule that you only work between nine and five or that this is the time for you to work. And I had this conversation with a masterminder not too long ago who was struggling in the mornings. She could not get her creativity flowing in the mornings at all. And I said to her, who said you have to sit down and start working at nine o'clock then? And she said, oh, I've got to pick up. I've got to do school pickup at this time. And, but I start really getting my creativity and I start really getting ready to work, things start happening for me at about 11. I said, okay, so let's change this narrative then. You actually get to start your day how you want to start your day. Do school pickup. So why don't you use the mornings to start prepping dinner and do maybe you like meditation, you like yoga, so go for a walk, spend your mornings doing this and then Come into your day to start work at 11.30, pause just before school pickup, have your lunch, do school pickup, come back and then keep going until dinner time and then dinner's prepped, all you got to do is get it, is pop it in. And if that works for you, why can't it happen? If you like to record podcast episodes at seven o'clock in the morning, my co-coach in the mastermind, she homeschools four children. You can listen to her episode, Annalise Warren. It is well-being is a business strategy, which it is. But she homeschools four children and she will do podcast episodes or interviews or client meetings at seven o'clock in the morning. And that works for her because then she has her morning and then she does her homeschooling and then I think she's traveling at the moment. So she'll then go like travel and and do things with her kids. But I guess my point is, is that you get to do this in a way that actually feels good for you. And so I want you to take whatever belief that there is a way that it should be done and throw it out the window because of why. Who said it should be done that way? So here are some other beliefs that I commonly see have been integrated and people are still making decisions from and running their business from, pushing through, which we talked about before, leading to burnout, holidays, time off, can't take time off, can't take holidays. My business will fall apart. Or is that because we were told that so-and-so had to take your extra workload while you were away sick and you were made to feel guilty every time you had a day off and the office fell apart without you? Even though the second you leave, they are going to replace you? Where did that come from? (laughs) You have to have time off on certain Christmas to New Year. Who says that you can't run your business? I don't know, maybe you work three weeks of the month and have a week off every month. I don't know, what feels good for you? 
dollar for hour mentality. This is a big one. This is a big one that we are going to cover in Embodied Entrepreneur, a really big one. We have a whole, I think it's month three, is on time, money, and creating internal and external space for what we want. And charging like dollar for hour, being paid a certain dollar value for every hour that you turn up to something, having to cap your income this all gets brought into our business and I work with these amazing new coaches who are like okay so I'm going to charge $100 an hour but how is that dollar for hour value working out for you when you're doing all of these in-between resources yet you're charging your clients just $100 a session it just doesn't work it just doesn't work we need to move away from that traditional relationship that we've had with money and the the relationship that we had with money that served us in traditional employment is not the same one that is going to serve you in business especially again if you are creating a spacious business one that doesn't burn you out and run you into the ground so some other things that I know people have picked up that I see this all the time and I wonder if you identify with any of these Success is measured by how far up the corporate ladder you are, by your status. Job security is paramount. Like we genuinely have this fear, this huge fear. There is so much fear around money and uncertainty and job security. So is the fear of leaving your job and not having that security Is that worth the internal discomfort and stress that this job is bringing you that you are miserable to turn up to every day? And maybe you're not miserable at your job. Maybe you like your job, but you love your business more. So dive into this. What is this fear around security? Following rules and procedures leads to success. Yes, we need procedures in our own business, but we also need a mindset that allows us to pivot, to be adaptive. We need a mindset that allows us to break rules at times, knowing what our limitations in our health space are around that, but break rules in the way that we do things. Who says that your membership or your course or your one-on-one services has to look a certain way? Do things differently. Do things outside of the box. Do things in a way that feels good for you. Oh, here's another one. Mistakes are to be avoided at all costs. Okay. If you don't make mistakes in your business, you are not going to grow. There is no failure. There is no wrong way. There is just learning and outcomes. But mistakes aren't something that are often in a lot of in a lot of culture at work said, okay, all right, let's review this. You've made a mistake and how can we move forward and learn from this? Instead, there's often a lot of shame and a lot of stress and a lot of guilt put on people who make mistakes. Work-life balance is difficult to achieve. Of course it is when you're working on somebody else's hours. When somebody else gets to say, yes, you can have time off 
to go and do that thing that you love or go to your daughter's assembly or to pick your kids up from school or no, you can't, then yes, work-life balance may be difficult to achieve in that space. So when you are stepping into your own business, let go of that mentality Let go of that mindset, that belief that work-life balance is difficult because if you carry that belief, then it will be difficult. If you carry that belief that you can only have time off at certain times and that you almost have to ask yourself for permission to have a holiday or to take some leave or to have a sick day or to just have a day just being you, then it will continue to be difficult if that's what you believe. The beliefs that you carry around your work-life balance need to be looked at and you need to know what they are so that then you can decide if they're serving you or if you need to challenge them. Failure is often punished. So if you, and, and this probably stems from a lot of beliefs around schooling experiences, that failure is frowned upon and it is often punished. And that circles us back to that whole mistakes are avoided at all costs. This is not a belief system that is going to serve you well in your business. Failure is an outcome. Failure is data. Failure gives us a a starting point. And if the outcome doesn't happen the way that we want it to, if you don't have the outcome that you want from something that you are doing, then it's an outcome. You get to go, you get to pivot how you get to that outcome. We get to make changes. We get to analyze things. We get to change course. Failure is is not frowned upon in your entrepreneurial journey. And if you have that belief, which are so many do, so many. And again, a lot of this stems back to childhood, back to schooling experiences. But if you have that belief, then it is, 100% got to go (laughs) if you're ready for it too. I say that all of these beliefs that come up, they may be serving your purpose at the moment, but as soon as they stop serving you, as soon as you notice how they are actually holding you back and limiting you, then you get a choice as to whether or not you continue to operate your business from beliefs like a failure is frowned upon and the security of my job is paramount and there are rules that I have to follow in order to be successful or I need to have a certain level of qualifications or titles in order to be successful or I I can only have holidays off or I have to be productive, I have to be busy to be productive these beliefs, when if they are showing up for you in a way that is limiting, it's time for them to go. The beliefs around charging for dollar per hour and caps on your income, not charging your worth because you spent your whole corporate life begging for a pay rise. The person, as I said at the very beginning, The person who thrived in traditional employment is going to bring in, I would just correct and say, is going to bring into your business so many amazing life skills, so many amazing skills, so many things that she has learned and things that she can do 
from everything that she's experienced. So there is such a part of that person that is so welcomed into your business. But the person who has those beliefs, like the ones we were just talking about, so that she could fit in to the corporate structure, so that she could fit in to the business that or to the job that that held control over her sense of security. Like I don't better not I better not have that time off because I'll get fired. But I at burnout, I really need a holiday. Like I really need a break. I actually need some time to take care of myself. But if I have this time off, I'll lose my job. If I have this time off, it'll impact my superannuation and therefore impact my retirement. Those beliefs, they are not serving you in your business. You get to structure your day how you want to structure your day. You get to run your admin how you want to run your admin. You get to work the hours that you want to work, that you feel creative. And if you need to work from your bed for one day, okay. If you want to record your podcast out in the sunshine, go for it. I used to think that there was, I used to have like literally a story that it was lazy of me to work from bed. But you know what? There are some days where I would be so much more productive just because I am working from that space where I feel cocooned and I feel like creativity feels safe to come to me rather than being like, okay, it's work day. Therefore, I'm going to go into my office and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to work from here because that is what people do. And I'm not going to take a lunch break or if I do take a lunch break, it is just going to be at my desk. No, you get to do things differently. Maybe you get to work at a cafe. Maybe you get to work in a co-working space. Maybe you get to sit on your bed or sit in your backyard or if you've got a beautiful view, you take your laptop outside. You get to do this however you want to do this. And if there are some elements of your business that do have red tape, which obviously different things will, then how do you work around that in a way that feels good for you? There will still be things in your business that you get to do and beliefs that you have brought in from traditional employment that are not serving you. So in order to become the identity of the successful entrepreneur, you need to unbecome the identity of the woman who got you by in traditional employment, who got you by as your business being a hobby because the hobbyist mindset versus the all-in mindset, very different, very different. But it is all going to come and stem from the work that you do internally. It takes courage. It really does. It takes courage to step away from the normal and the way that everyone's always done it before you and the way that people do it around you. Like I shared earlier about that example of of the Facebook comment, like people just won't get it. People just won't get it. But that's okay because just like what we're doing in Embodied Entrepreneur, we, you connect into your greater vision, not just for what you want to create in your business, but for what you want to create in your life. You connect deeply to that. 
because you are allowed to live your life and experience your life in the way that you want to live and experience it. And these rules, they were made, and I don't know by who, but we all just fell in line with them. But that way of doing and being, if it's not working for you, it doesn't have to be that way. And the brain will tell you that there is no other way or that it's hard or that you're not the person who does things differently. But that's just because it's stuck in the cycle of what it knows, not because that's truth. Not one thought that we have is actually a fact. Thoughts are not facts. <laughs> I know we believe they are, but our thoughts are not facts. So it is time to back yourself. It is time to allow yourself a shift in identity, a shift in beliefs. It is time for you to explore exactly who you need to be to embody your version of success because your version of success and my version of success are going to be very different. But what the version of success will have in common with the women in my world and the women coming into Embodied Entrepreneur that we value our health and well-being and we value spaciousness and we value family and freedom and ourselves and these values these values drive a very different business i give the example all the time a different version of success so let's say you have a hundred thousand dollar launch but to get to that $100,000 launch, you had to work 80 hours a week, have time away from your family. Is that successful to you? You might think, oh, $100,000 launch. Yes, I'd love that. I wouldn't take a $100,000 launch for an 80-hour work week. No, thank you. That's not successful to me. But the beautiful thing is that you get to define what success is to you. So come and join us in Embodied Entrepreneur. This is the journey we are going on. And I encourage you to come over to and talk to me about the beliefs that you feel like you might be identifying that you've brought over from traditional employment and into your business. Come and share with me what they are. And by the way, we have one more life becoming limitless immersion. So if you have identified a belief in this, then come to becoming limitless. It is just $35. Bring that belief. And we are going to dive into the root of it in your body and bring safety to it and release it and reprogram it. <laughs> so that is something if you have found a belief as well in this process that is not serving you. I hope you have the most amazing day and I cannot wait to talk to you more about Embodied Entrepreneur. I cannot wait to welcome you into that space if that is where you are at, if you are ready for the ultimate internal programming up up upgrade. I cannot wait to support you through that. Wow, what a journey it's been today. We are so grateful for each and every one of you who tuned in to Alive and Thriving. If you enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep growing, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on your favourite platform. It's a simple but powerful way to support a small business like ours to continue to make an impact.